0: sword with the ready reason for Catholic answers Catholic.com
1: kath 910 a.m Frisco Dallas Fort Worth
2: welcome to we sing our faith sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists I am your host Julie Carrick and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of We Sing Our Faith, and I am very delighted to be spending some time with you today here throughout the country, and in a very special way in Maryland, as we welcome Matthias Michael to the program. Matthias, welcome.
3: Hi, Julie. Thanks for having me.
2: I am so, so grateful that we've been connected. I love your music, and just being um, newly introduced to it. I, I'm already a fan, I have to say. <laughs>
3: awesome. Thank you so much.
2: <laughs> now, as I ask a lot of the folks that we have the privilege of hearing um, on We Sing Our Faith, what part of your Catholic faith do you think is most expressed in your music and ministry?
3: I think the the, the common theme, uh, particularly with, with the album Amplified, is the importance of community. It really um, it really hits home on, on the importance of community and the importance of community. Uh, praying with other people, Mm -hmm. and the importance of having uh, a strong community of believers to worship with. Um, So particularly, you can kind of hear that theme uh, mostly in the song Amplified, you know, the chorus is singing out, we are one, the revolution has begun.
1: Mm -hmm. So
3: I I would say, yeah, the community of believers is a really important aspect of my faith, and I really try to portray that through the music.
2: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, as he has already mentioned the title track, let's take a listen to this song and then we're going to come back and chat for quite a while yet with Matthias. But for right now, let's listen to Amplified.
4: Oh, 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 oh.
1: Friends, we are called all for one and one for all, to mend our broken streets, to serve
2: Very, very nice. Very nice. I, I love the energy in your music. And it's, uh, you know how sometimes you'll hear, well, you sound like this person or you sound like that person. You sound like a Matthias. <laughs> 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 You've got a very distinct sound. Tell us about that. What Where is your background in music? And um, fill us in a little bit on that.
3: The music's kind of always been a, a constant in my life. Ever since, you know, ever since I was born. My dad was a, a musician in the Army. Um, he was a conductor, and he played a lot of classical music, jazz music, uh, a lot of uh, band ensemble music. So I grew up around a lot of that. That was, that was probably my earliest. As I grew older, I started to, to kind of uh, listen to a little more rock and roll, a little more secular music, started getting into that. And then after that, I was kind of introduced into the contemporary Christian music scene, so a lot of, like, Matt Moore stuff, uh, Chris Tomlin stuff. And I really... I like the idea um, of being able to play music that to um, me, as, as a youth, found it cool, but was still, you know, a way I could actively live out my faith. Anyway, that's kind of the, the the way I was influenced growing up. Um, as far as stylistically goes, even in the studio with uh, with Rekindle Records, we really kind of have a I have a strange voice, <laughs> 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 so it kind of took us a while to kind of harness that and find a uh, style that kind of me. Uh, but it's a process; we're still learning. Um, you know, this is my first record with Rekindle Records. So, um, we're kind of learning each other, and they're still trying to find a style that really suits me. So hopefully we kind of got that amplified.
2: Oh, I think so. I, I definitely think so. It really, like you said, it, it lets the style of who you are come out. And uh, part of that style is obviously a life in music. Um, as you said, your dad was very involved. And that had to have been an interesting life, too. Uh, were you? So you were raised in a military family. Did you travel a lot?
3: Yeah, really, um, especially in... Um, you know, elementary school years, so we travel a lot. I think that kind of goes and connects back to the, the importance of, of community to me. Um, you know, being in a military family, you're hopping around a whole lot, so you, you got to change friend groups quite a bit. And um, how do you usually make friends? You find you find people that have things in common with you. My family always kind of found a sense of belonging, community, and family that's in the church. So that was really good to be exposed to early on as well, I think.
2: That's awesome. You know, it's, it's funny. Every time I have the privilege of, of meeting someone in the interview, I am amazed at how the Holy Spirit connects our lives. And when my husband oh, yeah. and I, when we were very first married, we lived five years in Germany where he was part of the army. And, uh, and our kind of our common base of living our Catholic faith was sharing music, um, on the post, you know, on, on the different chapels. And it was so nice to have that common thread of just music being shared. And now all these years later, our son is now in the air force. So he's in San Antonio as we speak. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a beautiful way to share, share a life and, you know, and that deep root takes us to our next song. And I love this traditional hymn, but I've got to say, I love the way that you sing it. So tell us why you recorded Come Thou Font of Every Blessing.
3: <laughs> I actually wasn't super familiar with that hymn um, until I recorded it. Um, I knew I wanted to do a couple hymns on the record. I'm a big fan of uh, kind of connecting old generation with young generation. Mm-hmm. And I do that by reviving old hymns a lot of the times. So i had already I would already been familiar with um a Great Thought which is on the album, but I wanted to do another one so I started talking to my family a little bit. My sister actually she's one of my biggest spiritual role models um she suggested to come now and um You know, as soon as I heard it and got familiar with it, I fell in love with the the lyrics, most of all. So that was definitely a standout. And uh, it was originally, funny enough, it was supposed to be kind of an acoustic track. We were going to kind of do it as a giveaway track for people. Mm -hmm. Um, But the more we started spending time on it and adding instruments and started doing more production, the more it became, you know, a full song. So it really turned into something beautiful.
2: It is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. So again, we're going to take a little pause. As we let all of our listeners around the country hear this part of your voice as you sing for us now, come thou font of every blessing. So I'm glad that it wasn't a giveaway. <laughs> it really... It, yeah, oh my goodness. I, I want to hear you sing this one live. I really do. It's uh, It really shares your voice. And there, you know what I, I like about the way that you are having your music produced is your voice shines, but so do all of the instruments. It's really a nice mix. Yeah, yeah. And
3: again, not to... The- not to, uh, to beat a dead horse, but again, it, it all came down to um, really um, relying on a community of, of musicians. So again, the community work. Um, so that, and I think that was one of the coolest experiences of recording this record. Was we got musicians from all over Chicago, a couple churches in the area, just any resource we could. We got just a bunch of people to come in the studio and offer their gifts. Mm. They kind of watched that unfold. Mm. Uh, was a really beautiful thing. So again, even even the production process of the album was really. Hitting hard, um, the, the idea of community and church and
2: ministry. That's beautiful. And honestly, that's taking us to the next song, Live Out Loud. <laughs> live Out Loud. I love this. I love it. It's great. Tell us about this one.
3: Live Out, live out Loud. Oh, man. I think this is the hardest one to, to kind of lane. Um, it's more of just a feeling song. I, I guess the, the way we approach it, the way I approach it when writing it, how does how does being filled with the Holy Spirit make you feel? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: And uh, and how does that change you and, and your outlook on life? I think a lot of times we get caught up in a lot of the, the mess that happens in our life. We all have storms, and I touched on that in a couple other songs. So Live Out Loud is all about kind of just rejoicing and celebrating in the fact that we are you know, on fire for the Holy Spirit, by our confirmation and baptism, we're filled with that. And, it, and it's just a, a song to encourage people to kind of live a life that reflects that, you know, reflects the fact that we're filled with the Holy Spirit.
2: Oh, it's beautiful. Well, listeners, I'm going to challenge you today, as so many times I'm challenged by one of the pastors in my home parish here in Scottsdale, find your baptism date. If you don't know what it is already, that's your homework for today, is to find your baptism date. And then as we listen to this song from Matthias, realizing that great initiation and baptism and confirmation, how we are inspired by and live in the grace of the Holy Spirit. So let's take a few minutes as we hear him sing this one for us now. Live out loud.
1: Set me free, you have set me free hey. I give my life just to know you You have set me free, you have set me free I am yours, you are mine, I belong to you
2: And it does really share all of those gifts of the, of the musicians who have brought their gifts to this as well. And it's that tie together between the gifts of the Holy Spirit and how we hear that addressed to us by St. Paul, that every part of the body is part of the body of Christ, and the Holy Spirit dwelling in us allows wow. us to move. It's, it's beautiful. Mm, 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 mm. Well, if we are um, going to have you come to our parish, what does that look like? Tell the listeners around the country, what does it look like when you come to a parish, and what kind of gifts do you bring with the music and your ministry?
3: Sure, sure. Yeah, it varies. You know, I do a lot of the traveling I do. um, I go and play and provide music for a lot of conferences and retreats. Just the generic house band or worship leader um, leading in adoration but when I come to a parish to, to host a concert or a, a worship night, uh, which is one of my favorite things to do, when we do tour dates, that's that's kind of what we're aiming for, to kind of have parishes or, or churches or schools host that kind of event. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really need it as an opportunity. Right, off, right from the get-go, I tell people, you might have come here expecting to, to sit and watch a concert It'll, or sit and watch a uh, an artist perform and inspire you that way, but... What I'm all about is really leading and teaching uh, a congregation and community to sing together and try to facilitate the really amazing, beautiful experience of lifting all of our voices together. You know, uh, I've been doing this full time for, I guess, about four years, and I'm always amazed at the amount of healing and amount of strength that can come from uh, just one night of a church community that might not even be super familiar with each other. It might not be a super close church community, but the act of singing together, Mm -hmm. And uh, the act of, you know, worshiping through song is something I think every community really needs to experience, um, and every church community really needs to experience. So coming in um, and doing my concerts and worship nights and stuff like that, we really, really uh, focus on that aspect of it, trying to encourage community worship and uh, encourage um, congregational participation.
2: That's beautiful. Actively participating in the liturgy and outside of the liturgy, so that when we come together, we are truly a voice. And, you know, that I think you have set up perfectly the next song, which is Song of Grace, because isn't that really what happens, that grace that happens through the music?
3: Yes, yes, Mm. absolutely. absolutely. Mm. Song of Grace is probably, that that was the first song uh, that we we did on the record. We actually released it as a single. And it kind of uh, encompasses the heart of my music ministry, mm-hmm. um, and music ministry in general. I think, and that song of grace came from uh, a very broken place, and it kind of really explains uh, that brokenness, and it, it and it takes us through how grace can kind of transform that. With every song of grace, kind of echoes that you know, singing, singing praises, and singing worship, and you know, offers so much healing um,
1: mm-hmm. and so
3: much. Uh, there's so much power behind it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely song of grace kind of thing comes to
2: that theme. Wow. Well, listeners, as you are contemplating today, how do we bring Matthias to our community? Let's take a few minutes as he sings the song, "Song of Grace."
1: Let me fall on you when I am weak, when the world is brought me to my knees. There's nothing that this voice can speak These tears are my surrender Built a house on broken ground Oh ashes, ashes, it all falls down My walls are shattered at the sound Of my father calling me home Father, wash my red hands Make them pure like you are, oh Lord I love you I surrender everything Yes, I love you Lord, I give you all my being And when I stand in between you And the path I'm supposed to choose Wake me up and knock me down Let the song of grace resound I don't know what I have to lose There's nothing that I have to prove I'm giving all my pride to you This love is meant for more than holding on to Father, wash my red hands Make them pure like you are I love you Lord I give you all my being and when I stand between you and the path I'm supposed to choose, wake me up and knock me down, let the song of grace resound and on my knees I humbly fall when
2: Well, if you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist and inspirational speaker, Julie Carrick. And for information on how to learn more about Matthias and all of the artists that we share each and every week on the program, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the website. And of course, the toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874. And to go to Matthias' site directly, you can visit www.michaelmusic.com. That is M for Matthias, Michaelmusic.com, and of course, we will have a link at We Sing Our Faith to take you there directly as well. And now, Matthias, we're going to continue as you mentioned that that beautiful tie together of traditional music, inviting people to participate and then having an experience that goes beyond simply music, but drawing together that participation. I want to go to the song that you mentioned, How Great Thou Art. Why that one in particular from the traditional hymns?
3: To be honest, I think the original reason I think it was just because it was so familiar. And I think people are more willing to open up and raise their voice, uh, or lift their voice when they're presented with a song that they've heard maybe growing up, or a song they heard in church.
4: And mm-hmm. um, I tried
3: to just really put a new fresh take on it because, again, like I, just like I said with uh, Pum Mouth Sound, and as is the case with a lot of old hymns, the content of the lyrics is and the, the, just the substance of the lyrics is amazing. Such amazing poetry, and I think we forget that when we when we're so used to kind of hearing slow dredge march versions of these beautiful hymns, <laughs> so my my attempt to to kind of remind them you know that's kind of what what happened on the album there
2: nice, nice, well, listeners, I know you know this one, and we might as well practice right now for the time that we'll have Matthias come to our community because he's going to sing for us now how great thou art, and I invite you to listen, but also wherever you are. Sing along with him today, this incredible poetic lyric that honors God in such a powerful way. Let's hear now, How Great Thou Art.
1: Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, Thy power throughout the universe displays. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee, how great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Oh, oh, oh. And when I think that God is Son, not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can take it in that on the cross him gladly bearing. He bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. How great Thou art. With shouts of acclamation And take me home What joy shall fill my heart Then I shall bow In humble adoration And there proclaim My God, how great you are Then sings my soul My Savior God to thee How great thou sings my soul, my Savior God Shall come with shouts of and take me home what joy shall fill my heart.
2: Very nice. I like the rhythm in how you sang this one. It it truly lets your your temperament and your ability to shine into the song. But it doesn't make it so different that it's almost, um, sometimes when people take such liberty with a song, you almost lose the integrity of it. But you right. have a nice balance with that on this song. I really, really like this one. Thank you. Thank you much. Yeah. Now, tell us a little bit more about your family. Are you single? What is your age? Tell us a little bit about where you live. Uh, you're, you're near um, Baltimore. You're in Maryland, just north of, sure, of Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. I,
3: I live in, in one of my favorite places in the world. I live right uh, right on the Chesapeake Bay, pretty much, mm-hmm. right where the Susquehanna River meets the Chesapeake Bay. The river is pretty much in my backyard. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I live, um, I live right between uh, Baltimore and Philadelphia. I've got... Uh, Three Or two siblings, and one of three. Um, I have an older sister who um, just got married, so that's exciting. Um, and I have a younger brother who's graduating high school this year.
2: Nice.
3: Um, so, yeah, I uh, grew up in a very active uh, Catholic family. Faith was always number one, always during home, very active in uh, local parishes and East groups. I had parents that were active ministers for a while. So I was really kind of brought up really well in the faith.
2: That's um, awesome. really
3: fortunate in that sense.
2: That is awesome. You know, our, our parish again, they, I like to, when I'm home in Arizona, which is not all that often, but when I have the opportunity to be in my home parish, I love the programs that they introduce there. And one of them is called Strong Catholic Families, Strong Catholic Youth. And what you just said about your family, Totally echoes what this, um, what this group teaches that when we are raised up in the faith, you are more likely to live your faith as a young person and then pass on your faith to your, um, next generation. And so thank you for being a living witness of that. It's beautiful.
3: Absolutely. 100%, One hundred percent, and uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm really blessed. I know a lot of people don't get the opportunity to have you know that constant witness in their life, like I do with my parents. So I, I try and take that, and again, yes, in ministry, just use it, use it as a, as a stronghold. You know, I still I still go back to my parents when I have questions or when I'm unsure about something or I'm, I'm trying to figure out you know direction I'm supposed to take. You know, there's are still a very constant uh, mm-hmm. source of encouragement and guidance. So
2: that's awesome. Yeah, you're,
3: you're absolutely correct.
2: Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, now I want to go to the next song. And this one, you know, it's funny. When I find my favorites throughout different records of different artists, in yours, it was kind of hard to pick a favorite. <laughs> um, I really do like the the different stylings. And, and as I said, you have a very unique, you are a Matthias voice. You're, you're not anyone else. But the song, You're What I Need, this song really spoke to me. Um, I really, really like this one. Tell our listeners, uh, tell us about this one.
3: Yeah, You're What I Need. This song, I think, it came from the same kind of part of my heart, that song I It. It was written mm-hmm. around the same time. It was towards the end of my uh, summer year at Mount St. Mary's mm-hmm. University, uh, before I started doing music industry full-time. And it was kind of a, you know, like I mentioned before, we all have our, our, our peaks and our valleys, and it was probably the lowest valley I had ever experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Um, I was being really, uh, my faith was really tested. Um, I was away at college that year, and I I really, a lot of times, more often than not, um, when I was having these internal struggles, I'd find myself um, in the chapel late at night in front of the piano, just throwing my heart out. And um, your what I need was really, really uh, a fruit of that. It was kind of a point in my life where I really felt, I knew God was there, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really hear Him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And I was kind of frustrated. And I knew that His presence in my life is what I needed to kind of um, remedy all this, this pain and turmoil. But I had a lot of trouble kind of connecting with Him and hearing you know, what He had to say to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess Your What I Need was kind of born out of desperation and frustration, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as, as bad as that sounds. But I, was desperate. I was desperate to hear the voice of God, but I was frustrated that I couldn't. So that was that was kind of my cry out to Him. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how Your What I Need came to be.
2: Wow. Well, you know, it reminds me as you're saying that of times of, of whether it's minutes or hours that are spent with our Lord in Eucharistic adoration. I don't know how many times people have said, you know, I go there and I sit and I listen. And you can hear by the, the timbre of their voice when there's a peacefulness about him and when they're actually hearing him. And when they're sitting there going, Lord, I'm sitting here with you and I need to hear you. And, uh, so I get it. I get where that comes from. So before I finish that thought, let's listen to the song and then we're going to come back to this for just a moment. But ladies and gentlemen, right now, just be blessed with this song as Matthias sings for us. You're what I need.
1: Did I think this life was mine Couldn't find a love of any kind Consumed in all my selfish pride Into the darkness I was blind You're what I need you
2: I do. I love it. And, and maybe that's why this one struck me so, so deeply. Um, because there are days when I can go into the chapel, as I was saying, I can sit there and I can so clearly hear his word. And the same goes for being around the house or on the tour bus or wherever I'm at on a given day, where you just feel that closeness to God, where you actually hear the voice. And then there are those days where it's almost like we are invited into the dark night of the soul to want right. him deeper. Um, Right, yeah. right.
3: What and you is... mentioned that, another big influence in that song, at that time, I was doing a lot of reading about and by Mother uh, Teresa, mm-hmm. who had similar problems for a very, very long time, three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she had no problem saying, it. she just didn't hear the voice of God. Yeah. She uh, she didn't feel connected with him. She continued to serve him faithfully, which is this beautiful the naming witness. But she really had trouble hearing him and uh, you know, experiencing him in a personal way sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm. So I really
3: drew a lot of inspiration from her during the writing of that song as well. Oh
2: wow, that that speaks a lot about your heart. It really does. I was just gonna ask, you know, what are some of your your favorite writers or who were your favorite saints? And when you mentioned Mother Teresa, that speaks volumes. It really does. Um you know,
3: yeah. I, I Yeah. Oh. And especially over the past few years, I've been really fortunate to... Um, I work for a, a summer camp. A worship, I'm a worship leader for a summer camp called Catholic Art Work Camp. Mm-hmm. And um, service-based camp, so the service these camps, so the kids that come to these camps, these locations all over the U.S., um, I travel to a, different, a couple different ones, um, and the whole purpose of these camps are kids from all over the, the United States. They gather in one community, and they just do community service. And mm-hmm. they serve the poor. and um, they serve among the least, so... You know, my connection with Mother Teresa and her work among the poor has really strengthened, um, and I've been able to kind of connect with her in that way now that I've experienced, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of the service work and a lot of the stuff um, it's that I see from the kids I go to these camps. That's been pretty amazing as
2: well. Yeah, that is. Well, we are so blessed. We are so blessed by her life, and and I am blessed today by you sharing about her. So I I just want to say thank you for that great reminder of her and and her call to sainthood and how she has encouraged so many people through that quiet obedience, even though she may not have in every in every moment of her day heard the voice like she had wanted to. Her obedience and her patience that she just continued to serve knowing without needing that voice of confirmation just knowing that she was serving God in the way that she was called what a great witness so uh, well and best of luck to you as you continue to serve in that way and uh, please be assured of our prayers seriously that uh, as you continue thank you, thank you so yeah. When you continue to grow and develop your ministry, we are, we are here to support you with our prayers. And, and again, listeners, I want to just encourage you today before we go to the last song with Matthias. I just really want to encourage you to reach out. Um, every young artist as they are starting, they, we all need a foothold. We all need to know that when God has called us to this, we need to be able to come to you and to share these gifts. And so I encourage you, if you've not already done so, Bring Matthias to your community. And again, the information to connect you to him will be at WeSingOurfaith.org, we sing our org, or you can go directly to www.mmichaelmusic.com. The letter M, the name Michael the word music, so mmichaelmusic.com, and you're going to want to bring him to your community. And now, Matthias, for our last song, I Will Never Let Go, L- lead us to the top of the hour with this one. What is this song all about?
3: So I think this is, the, uh, this is my response to your um, what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, we, we, have, we have mountains, we have valleys, we go through and what I need to covers the valley part. But uh, shortly after leaving that, that year of college, like I said I was really having a hard time, I decided to pursue music ministry full time. And when I did that, when I finally kind of said yes to what God had been calling me to do all along that uh, I've kind of been pushing aside, when I said yes and kind of just reinvited Him um, into my life and um, really made as much effort as I could to experience Him in the fullest way possible, when I was just open to that. He, res- he responded with, you know, an overwhelming sense of, of, of love, of reassurance, and um, from that, I Will Never Let Go it was kind of born. Uh, and it's a song about, you know, when you're, I guess uh, as Catholics we can relate, you know, when you think about when you're in adoration, like you said, uh, you're really just kind of connected, you're really just in the presence of God, you're, you're 100%, you know, face-to-face with God, mm. and, you know, you know He's got your back, and it's just probably one of the best feelings in the world. Mm. <laughs> so I'll never let go. Kind of tries to capture that, um, awesome. and you know, express that feeling. God, this is as good as it gets. Your love is as good as it gets. Um, you know, I can't find anything that to could possibly top this. Mm-hmm. I don't want, ever, ever want this to go away. Oh, that's um, beautiful. And uh, I think, I think my favorite part of the song, um, and I think it was probably my favorite part of production too, is that uh, at the end of the song, you can hear the choir kick in mm-hmm. uh, with the with the bridge part and the counter melody and everything. And that choir is full of, one, uh, a lot of the musicians that played on the record, so they kind of did two things. And two, it was full of uh, people that supported me uh, Mm -hmm. throughout the years. You know, we invited some people from the record company and families that have supported me with their prayers financially. You know, just a bunch of people that um, really played an integral role as a part of this ministry. Awesome. And to kind of get the music where it's at today.
1: And we kind of included them
3: all in that song at the end of it. So that that was a really, really cool experience to have them all in the studio to sing together. So every time I hear that, it just kind of reminds me of the importance of that. Again, community surrounding it.
2: Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, to take us to the top of the hour, let's take a listen to Matthias and all those incredible voices of the people that he was just talking about as he sings for us, I Will Never Let Go. I will never
1: know the depths of your love. I will never understand how you see me And even when I lose my way, you pick me up When I fall down, you never leave me You're always with me The stormy winds have swept me out to sea, and I find myself so far away from shore. When I'm drowning in my fears and I can't breathe, You lift me up, You hold me closely, Your love surrounds me. So.
2: Matthias, for spending this time with us today.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
2: Oh, it's a delight. And listeners, again, go to the website, wesingourfaith.org. We'll have a link there to take you to Matthias. And you know, after chatting with Matthias today, I want to share one of my songs with you. This is one that just speaks my heart when I think about spending time with our Lord, looking into His face, listening to hear Him speak, and of course, it's the song, Adoration. So just be blessed as you are listening to the program today, as I get to sing to the Lord, and I get to share this experience with you in this song, Adoration from the Face of God.
4: Come to offer perfect praise to you To bring a gift of self to offer Kneeling here before you now I feel unworthy, Lord Help me lift my eyes to see To see you looking you, into these eyes that beg to see, into my arms that need your true embrace, into my hearing all my senses, into every breath I breathe. Into me, into a heart that longs to love you, into these eyes that beg to see, into my arms that need your true embrace, into my hearing, all my senses, into every breath I breathe. Eyes that beg to see into my arms that need your true embrace, into my hearing, all my senses, into every breath I breathe.
2: Until next week, may God bless you and keep you.
0: In your
1: car, at the office, or in your home, we're always here. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul.
2: Are you looking for a place to get your work done? Work Suites provides full service offices, meeting rooms, and co-working spaces for professionals seeking privacy and productivity. The suites come furnished, wired, and move-in ready. Work Suites is a new sponsor of KATH 910 AM and is owned by Flip Howard from St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in Dallas. Flip invites you to call 888-312-WORK or visit Worksuites.com to see if Work Suites fits your business needs. That's work, S-U-I-T-E-S.com. Catholic Charities Dallas is hosting its 2022 Bishop's Gala, Love in America, with Grammy award-winning band, America. The event takes place on Saturday, February 5th at the Hilton Anatole Dallas Hotel. The night includes a cocktail hour, dinner, a silent auction, and a dance. You don't want to miss this fun and memorable night. To purchase tickets and for more information, visit ccdallas.org. That's ccdallas.org.
3: Hi, I'm Piper with Ingress Labs. My family and I are parishioners at St. Philip the Apostle Catholic Church in Louisville and are active in several St. Philip ministries. We are proud new sponsors of KATH 910 AM. Ingress Labs helps businesses develop and maintain their IT systems. We also identify cybersecurity threats to your business. We're at 469-912-0397 or you can email help at ingresslabs.com. That's help at I-N-G-R-E-S-S Ingress Labs, the company with the unusual name.
0: Lent is right around the corner and it may be time to renew your faith. St. Mary Catholic Church in Sherman is hosting a Lenten mission with Catholic speaker and singer and inspirer Paul Kim. The mission takes place on Wednesday, March 9th and Thursday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at the parish. Join Paul as he utilizes his music, beatboxing, comedy, and inspirational talks to communicate the gospel message of Christ. For more information, call 903-893-5148. KATH 910